0: Hey, what up, Rock Nation? It's your boy, JC. You're listening to my man, Kenny Lucas, on the hit show. KMP in the morning. It's the hottest show. i right now. The Atlanta campus, downtown Atlanta, or close to downtown Atlanta, doing KLP in the morning. Get, get ready! What's up, y'all? This is Nicki and Check this out, it's DJ Khaled. This is Post Malone. Yes, yes. that little chico pit bull. You're in the mix with KLP, Kenny Lucas. Right here, so keep it locked. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Core 94. back with a new vision, a new taste, and that is... hey ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome back to another exciting episode another podcast here today t we've got Towers lester in the building and of course it's a bright and early morning for us all welcome guys to KLP in the morning the radio show with your host i'm your host KLP kennedy lucas welcome to another exciting episode whether you're listening to the podcast whether you're watching the podcast uh the watching the video version We're going to take some time editing because we forgot something in our other studio. So we're recording locally from the camera, but the audio is coming locally from the camera uh speakers instead of the uh, uh the the phantom power we got here in the studio so uh rest assured that the video version is going to be a good video as well uh is just one of those things T. you know we forget equipment we really do we'll forget equipment and we have to alternate and we have to change some things up but not to worry ladies and gentlemen we're still going to give you guys a great show because it is a beautiful saturday it is a beautiful saturday indeed because on my way over here and this is going to be an hour-long episode. You guys know how we do on KLP in the morning. I'm your host, KLP Kennedy, uh, Kennedy Lucas. On our way over here, guys, I, I got to tell you the, these stories because I just don't understand it, right? And we're going to get we're gonna get right into this story. And then we're going to get to our sponsors and our shout-outs because we got all the time in the world this morning. I've had my coffee, so I'm ready to go. Uh, on my way here to the studio, I just—I never really—I never understand it, how a lot of people, when they rock their glasses— they have to rock their glasses when they're in the car and they're reading something and they have to overlook their their glasses to see and for the video version i'll show you guys what i mean the audio version can't really see what i'm doing but it, it just it really gets me wondering because there's a lot of a lot of people do this and i just don't understand the purpose of you having glasses so that way you can see but i'm on my way over here uh i'm driving on the on the stop sign. well I'm driving on the way here i got stopped by a red light obviously I look to my right this morning and there's this old, he wasn't an old man. I would say he's like middle age. I can't say that he was old looking, but he, he's he's looking at something on his phone. I guess he's getting ready for uh, something to go out and he does this. Now with the audio version, can't, you can't see the video version, you will, but he's doing this T. And it reminds me of my grandparents because my grandparents used to do that. And a lot of middle, middle aged people they do it too. Like they have to overlook their glasses so they can see what they're reading. The purpose of you having glasses is so you can see what you're reading. I never understood that. Um, because I, I kind of did it last night. Um, we, uh, one of my friends, we they cracked a joke and I did this number here while well, sipping my, my coke. Uh, so it's just very interesting to, to say the least that just really, I don't know comment below. Do you guys have people that do that? I just don't understand why people do that. The purpose of you having glasses. So that way you can see what you're reading, not overlooking and blinding yourself. You can't really see what you're, you're reading. It's just, I don't know. It's just one of those things that it does happen guys. And I have seen it happen. It is so funny how it does happen because it's, you know, people doing it people are overlooking their glasses i just i never understand that i thought it was funny because i was just laughing at it because it's just you know it really gets me going it really gets me going how people do it now we got to give shout outs here today of course uh being that this is a wonderful four day memorial day weekend hopefully you guys are enjoying your memorial day weekend of course if you are lucky enough to have friday saturday sunday and monday off, congratulations. Um, We are technically off for four days, but we're still working on KLP Entertainment content for the weekend. And we're here in the Mark Studio, the beautiful Mark Studio, by the way. Thankful for Emory University and the Robert Robert Woodruff Library for having them, allowing us to have access to this special room. Um, I'm very, very excited to be back here. And I I do want to make a vow to you guys right right this morning. I do want to make a vow to you guys because I saw. And we also, our KLP Entertainment members, we see it. We get to see our stats. We get to see our stats of how good our show is running. Um, And I have to say to you guys out there that you guys have made this show possible. Emory University made this possible. But our viewership has been really, really good in terms of this show. Not just saying that KLP Aftermaths on the back burner. This show is a brand spanking new show, and it's already receiving well. So here's my vow to a lot of my fans, my Emory fans, my GGC fans, my Atlanta fans. Fans, if you're just loving the, the shows that we're producing, the podcast, um, thank you. First off, uh, I do want to make this vow to you guys right here, live on the radio, that I do want to come back this fall for the next season of KLP in the morning. I know this summer we're doing the test run, but here's my vow to you guys. This fall, we're going to be coming back for KLP in the morning kind of how we always did, right? You know, every Saturday or every Sunday is Sunday morning, but typically sometimes we film on Saturday nights if it comes down to it. And it's going to come down to it for this fall, right? Because, you know, we're in the office on Saturdays. We're going to jet on over here to the Mark Studio on Saturday nights to premiere and to record and to to, uh, rehearse for that next morning show for Kill in the Morning. So that's my bow to you guys. Um, This is something I love to do. I really enjoy podcasting and radio show hosting. And you guys make this thing Uh, possible you guys made it possible for a a lot of us and you know um like i say as going on to it we are spicing up the show guys so if you are looking to get on the show uh, i have quite a few friends that are getting lined up for this this summer season if you're looking to get on the show if you have an interest if you have a hobby if you are a emory student and you are running a club and you want to shout out your club here on the radio show dm us now at emory radio wine so we can guys can get you guys booked. ...on the show, because this is something you do not want to miss, guys. You don't want to miss this opportunity to get on a hit radio show, KLP in the Morning, on Swanky 93.3 and Emory 94.6 on all major audio platforms. So you guys don't want to miss it. And something else you don't want to miss, guys, of course, this Wednesday. Michelle, if you're watching this show or listening to the show, we are ready. This Wednesday, June 1st, we're going to be premiering a brand new podcast called I'm Not Joe Sugar Mama course i love to do that neck roll but of course the shell purcells i'm not your sugar mama a brand spanking new podcast will be coming to all major platforms i'm talking our heart radio i'm talking itunes apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, Dizzer, spotify castpox castbox.fm anchor.fm and so much more so you guys don't want to miss that podcast I'm not your sugar mama. I am the executive producer for that show. And let me tell you guys, and T, you know it because you saw you, we we were in the editing room editing some of our audio. Uh, That show won't be for everyone, right? But that show is going to be very, very spicy in a good way. You guys do not want to miss it. Uh, Shale Purcell's I'm Not Your Sugar Mama coming this Wednesday, June 1st. First four episodes will be launched. So that way you guys can take a listen. Now we're going to move on to the next topic, of course, KLP in the morning. I'm your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas, premiering on both our radio stations and also something else. You guys know it. We launched last night, KLP Plus. Of course, if you guys don't know, KLP Plus is a new streaming services from KLP Entertainment where we... Uh, go out there, and of course, we have our shows, our hit shows, our hit series, our podcast, our upcoming films, our old films are on there. Uh, all you have to do is have a Spotify account. Type in KLP plus without the dots, by the way, because I know a lot of people got confused. Uh, just KLP, no dots, just KLP plus. It's there. You guys can take a listen, take a look at all our hit series we got currently, and our upcoming uh, series that's coming to KLP plus. Of course, the origin of Kurai. We were in our other studio. Uh, getting ready to animate some of the scenes of that show. And of course, we're now premiering our podcast on KOP Plus as well. So we're everywhere. We're trying to get everywhere, guys. Now, coming up in here, I got to talk about it, you know, on our way here. I I like the stories. I like to give the stories for you guys. But coming up here, of course, on KOP in the morning this morning, uh, you'd be surprised to, you know, a lot of people are still on campus and it is to be expected cuz i'm sure a lot of students here are getting uh their summer school on because a lot of students do have the option if they if they have the option to go and do summer school right so it's very interesting that um you know they get to uh, come back here in atlanta for the summertime and i'm pulling up in the parking do- in the parking garage and you know to my right this kid comes out of his brand spanking new it looks like a 2020 2021 audi and I look at them like, mm, man, that is so different nowadays, because this is not a harp on Emory students, because, you know, we all know if you go to Emory, you, you probably have some line of some some money or something behind there. There's no hate on that. But I wanted to share this story here this morning because it's very interesting. It's a very interesting dynamic, right? Because where, we, where I went to school, I went to school at George at College. I don't regret it. I love GDC. GDC has my heart. But it's very interesting to see kids in these brand spanking new cars because i remember when i was a college kid i didn't have a brand spanking new car let me tell you when i was in college freshman year i had this rust bucket it was a green 1999 honda passport i remember it because i went to I, i i forgot what app Uh, offer up I think that was the name of the app offer up and this guy was selling this truck for a thousand dollars and at the time I needed a car because I was getting into some things I was getting into jobs I needed a source of transportation whatever that meant so I went there met the guy and I remember it like, like it was yesterday because we actually had my old boss, good friend, Matt Mahoney. He did come along with me because um, I asked him that the time we were getting, you know, we were getting, you know, to know each other. We were close. You know, he was a good boss of mine, he's still a great friend to this day. And I asked him for some help. I said, Matt, honestly, I need some help. I'm trying to get a car. I need a ride there. So he inspected it for me. And, you know, I could tell he had his doubts, right? I could tell he had his doubts, see but. I paid a thousand dollars for that rust bucket. It was it was it sounded like a bus. Like when I showed my brother and he was like, what the, what what is this? And I said, hey, this is our source of transportation right now, because at the time me and my brother, this is freshman year, sophomore year. Uh, we didn't have a car like we just didn't have it. Right. We were RAs. We We, we just didn't have a, a, a transportation at the time. So it was a rust bucket. It was a 1999. It was it was, it was was old. It sounded like a buck when you drove it. It was loud, but it was mine. So I drove it for all but four months and then it broke down on me. It's probably what I get. You spend a thousand dollars on a car and there's something a whole lot was wrong with it. Uh, you know, it was just, you know, a lot of people can say you're driving a lunchbox there, ain't you? Oh, you're driving a rust bucket. What you driving? My, hey, <laughs> Ryan, shout out to my brother Ryan. When we were going places, he said, Oh, try, time to get on the bus because it sounded like a bus, like the engine sounded like a bus. Um, so fast forward to it, of course, my junior and half of senior year, my second car was a 2003 red Ford Focus. That car has been in the family for generations and generations. So my mom bought it, and my sister had it for a sec, and then it passed it on down to me. And you know, to that day, that's history because I traded that car in and got my current car at. I am proud. I have a 2012 and I'm very proud of that because I worked really hard for that car. But the story of it, T, is it's very interesting that you have Emory kids with these 2018s, these 2020s, 2022 spanking new car and you just think like, hmm, did they work for it or did their parents get it for them? Not a hate. Not a hate on the show. But it's just very... It's a different... I'm just saying it's a different dynamic because my folks... then my folks love me right but they weren't gonna buy me a brand new car no i had to earn that myself everybody in my family didn't have brands making new cars everybody except for the exception of my sister and my brother my parents bought them cars that i can remember Everybody else, we and there's five of us. Everyone else, we had to where we had to train in a car. We had to work down for a down payment for a car. I know with my 2012, I I sold my old 2003, got credit, and then paid the down payment on it. That's just how I had to do it. Um, it's very interesting because it's just one of those things. It's a different dynamic, guys. Like kids are parents, they're buying their kids cars like it's left and right, and that's such a. It's a good thing, but it's kind of a bad thing too, right? Because now you are putting trust into these young college kids with these brands making new cars i bet your down payment was expensive i bet your car insurance is expensive um so i don't know when i have kids and it's gonna be 20 years from now when i have kids because kids are expensive right now i don't know if i'm gonna buy my kid a brand spanking new car because you're putting a lot of trust because if that kid gets into a wreck and it's, he's at fault or she's at fault that insurance premium goes way off the roof right and i i know because i paid a lot of money for some premium insurance and honestly premium insurance is not even worth the tea it's not um but it's very interesting coming in there seeing that and it's just a story i wanted to kind of tell you guys about it moving on to our next story you guys if you've seen it on our instagram you don't want to miss our instagram by the way of course, you can follow our Instagram, Emory Radio One. If you do want to follow my personal Instagram, that's Kennedy Lucas KLP. And of course, KLP Entertainment's official Instagram, just one word, KLP Entertainment, because I tweeted, I Facebooked, and I Instagrammed about our events last night. And I promised my squad, my friend group, that I was going to talk about it this morning on the radio station of KLP in the morning radio show. I'm your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas, by the way. But we're going to talk about it right now. Of course, this new spot, well, it's not a new spot, it's new to me. But this spot has been there in Duluth. If you guys don't know, uh, I have a friend squad yesterday. We celebrated. Shout out to David. I know David's probably listening to the show, but, you know, his birthday was yesterday. But, again, happy birthday. He's getting up there. I'm not going to disclose his age because I'm not going to do that on our live radio show. But we went to a scrumptious place, Volcano steak and sushi hibachi spot in duluth you guys don't want to miss it uh if you want to have a good friend night out i recommend that restaurant for all my gentlemen if you have your ladies and you want to take your ladies out to eat i recommend that for all my women you got your boyfriend your man you want to take your man out to eat i recommend that spot as well it's a great spot it's really swanky inside of course they had the, the interior design of it was good they had the lady robots which i'm going to get to in a minute they have it to where you could dine in and you can order food or you could choose to do the hibachi um i gotta say go i have to say this uh t because i told you about this last night this is a kind of expensive spot right so for all of my college kid if you balling on a budget and you just got it like that sure but this spot is expensive it is one of the most expensive spots that i've seen and i've been to many more expensive spots before right um but this is not going to be a cheap meal this is going to be an expensive meal um because you're doing hibachi you're doing hibachi food you might want some drinks the coke um coca-cola the sprite those drinks are expensive there it's expensive you got to have some money for this restaurant but it's really good it's well worth it it was worth it for me but Volcano Steak and Sushi, of course, we went there, celebrated my good friend David's birthday yesterday. Of course, it was the whole crew, minus a couple a few people that were missing, they had to work. Um, but going there was fantastic. Um, and I have to, and I'm gonna like compare and contrast a little bit, right, T? Because on my birthday, I went to Connie House in Johns Creek. Yeah, Johns Creek. Volcano outbeats Connie House a long shot. It do. Um, because when i went to connie house you know and i we've been to connie house be- before in john's creek right volcano upscales them a whole lot because the interior looks nice that we had a chef uh, you know how like when you go to hibachi they, they put on a show for you while they cook and you know every hibachi they kind of do the same thing um some chefs there at, at volcano did a different routine but our chef did the same routine that I've, I've seen before, right? We all seen him when he takes the onions, chop the onions up, make a volcano, and then uh, makes a train. and sound, yeah, Like, we, we get it. Like, it's the same kind of spiel for every hibachi spot. But this guy, our chef at Volcano Steak and Sushi, he gave us a full-blown show. He did. He gave us a full-blown show because he's very entertaining. He's very uh, energetic with it. Of course, he did the trick. Where you know he takes a piece of rice, he takes a piece of rice and flicks it, and to see who's gonna catch it. Of course, I caught it, and everybody's like, "Oh, you're so good at it! You caught it! You get!" It. I was saying, "Yeah," because I, I play baseball, so like I, I, I'm prone to the sport, and I know like when you toss them up, you you try to catch it. I, I believe it or not, guys, I did play baseball. Of course, he did it with all our other friends. Some of our friends didn't catch it. David couldn't catch that piece of rice for nothing. It was his birthday. I wanted him to do like a a catch on his birthday. He couldn't get it done. But, of course, and then we were celebrating. He had a thing of sake. If you guys don't know what sake is, sake is scrumptious. It warms your heart a little bit. It's right there in your chest. You feel it. That's kind of an alcoholic drink. So, I don't advocate underage drinking on the show. So, if you're not 21 yet, you cannot have sake. But... If you're 21 and over, yes, you can take a uh, a spin at sake. Of course, he's pouring it up, and we were doing a challenge, and I was drinking some sake, and David was drinking some sake, and it was just, it was a good time. It was a very good time. The food was so good. The vegetables were so fresh. The fried rice was scrumptious, they, uh, and and I'm comparing and contrasting, because when I went to Connie House, that food was okay, right? We, we ate it. It was good. It was okay volcano and we were looking at each other because my friend Keyshawn was there and Keyshawn, david me and my friend my friend uh connor he wasn't there last night but he went to connie house on my birthday we was like okay this food is good but now they're saying okay volcano's better like we we should have just came to volcano on your birthday and i'm like yeah we should have right because it was very it was better um the vegetables was fresh scrumptious it was so fresh guys it was one of the best fresh uh of vegetables that i've tasted the fried rice was scrumptious uh, uh, uh scrumptious as well because that fried rice was nice and tender the chicken oh that chicken that chicken was that that chicken was busting. it was guys that chicken was busting. it was so good it was really really good um so i really recommend volcano steak and sushi um that is a spot in duluth georgia so if you're around the atlanta area and it's a quick commute to duluth I recommend it. I know a lot of my Emory folks are coming from all different kinds of states and different kinds of country. So you, I don't know if you come back to Emory in the fall and you have a chance to dabble in the Duluth area, I really recommend Volcano Steak and Sushi. Of course, we met Layla, Layla the robot. And I was blown away about that. When I first saw the robot tea, like last night, the, the robot, had it was made like this. So that way it can hold a tray and then move and move the tray i've seen robot waitresses on instagram i've seen it on facebook i've seen it on youtube i never really thought they exist until i went to volcano and you're seeing the robot delivering orders to tables i was very ecstatic about that because i'm like whoa wait a minute i've never seen that before that's our future that's scary because that's going to be our future guys that's going to be the future where you're going to have robots serving you instead of human beings that's going to be the future when it's more developed and it's more uh, out there in the future but she's going in she's delivering and she's kind of rude with it let me tell you how she's rude you. because i remember last night layla the robot she had a name type says layla going on and somebody like when you jump in front of it she says excuse me you're in the way or no no she says excuse me you're in my way, and I'm like, that's so rude, that is the rudest thing, like, excuse me, you in the way, move, like, that's technically what you're saying, hey, move, you in my way, that, that's a little rude, Like, oh, excuse me, let me, let me bypass you a little bit, let me, let me get right up, that's how you're supposed to say it, but nah, hey, you in my way, move, that's a little rude, but it's very interesting, that's gonna be the, that's gonna be the future, guys, that restaurant is very, very uh, fantastic, the interior, again, they really built out their interior when it came to that whole restaurant and i can tell why the bill was so high because you're paying for the food the entertainment the robot the scenery the waitress the chefs you're paying for all of that of course my meal came out to 32 dollars. i know some of my friends i ain't gonna put them out on blast uh some of my other friends they their bill was a little bit higher but um $32, $32, not, not bad for a night out. I really recommend people going out. Uh, volcano, steak, and sushi. Um, it's just one of those things that you do not want to miss out on for sure. Moving on to our must-watch list. I got to talk about it because I finally seen the movie. If you guys missed it. Go see, I want to say two episodes ago, see, right? Two episodes ago when we talked about Sonic 2 because we finally saw Sonic 2 on Paramount+. Plus and uh we did a review so if you guys want to check out that review i really recommend go check out that review but this next review goes out to uncharted i know this movie came back in february i finally had access to see it let me tell you uncharted it's a good movie right a lot of people criticize this movie uncharted because you had tom holland and this was this is this is the year of tom holland because you know you had spider-man no way home that came out in december and now you have uncharted let me tell you, this This movie... Let me tell you why this movie is very... is good, in my opinion. Because you have kind of the origin story of how you see Nathan Drake and Samuel Drake, right? Based off Uncharted 4, the video game, you... That's the whole origin of the video game. Now they're expanding it out on live-action movies, right? Um, I think Mark Wahlberg did pretty okay as as Sully, right? You know, Victor Sullivan. He, he did okay, right? Uh, he, I mean compare if you try to compare him who else could play victor sullivan in a live action uncharted movie if you name somebody comment below because i don't know like mark warbert he did he did his thing right a lot of people were very skeptical about tom holland portraying nathan drake he did his homework right he did his homework he portrayed the character in my opinion really well because he played the video games he studied he studied the moves he studied the the language of nathan drake older nathan drake where he's saying oh crap or he's cussing you know i'm not gonna say the cuss words on this pg show but you know he you can expect that from nathan drake from nolan north's version of uh, nathan drake um of course behind the stories of it of course they're going to find these crucifix or these little crosses that becomes keys to finding the lost treasure on this lost island um typical story right because if you remember it was kind of like that for uncharted 4 the video game where you had a crucifix that is a map that's leading to an island that's leading to a treasure right that's uncharted 4 that's the video game so they took the likes of that but then kind of put it into a little spin to it um of course you had chloe frazier that's in there played by sophia sophia lee i want to think that's her actress's name so that's pretty good i think she did really well as a young chloe um very spicy very festive very very ongoing um it's very interesting too this movie is very interesting too because when you had uh chloe and, and these are the characters sophia and tom holland uh chloe and nathan drake when they're lost ashore on a lost uh, in an open ocean with a box they swim on shore there's like a small little resort and guess who we see as a cameo guys we see nolan north as a cameo if you guys don't know who nolan north is you probably haven't seen none of these series nolan north is the original voice actor for nathan drake he did a cameo of course he comes to they're walking up on show saying hey what what happened to y'all and he said, hey, you know, we jumped out of a plane on a cart, swam the shore. And he said, Hmm, that happened to me once. That's very interesting. That scene alone was probably worth millions, right? Because you have this great voice actor who started it all, video games. That's where it started. Started with the video game. Started it all. And now he's making a surprise cameo in this movie. And it's it's, it's, it's a few lines that he's saying, but he's in it because he's been on TV, right? We can't say that Nolan North hasn't been on TV. He's been on TV before. He's he's custom to the film world. He's just more accustomed to the video game voice acting market than he is the video in that is versus the film market. But he's been on TV before, right? So it's nothing new to him. But it's to me that was very surprising because I just never thought that this could happen, right? I never thought that I could see Nolan North in an uncharted live action film. So I do hope they keep up with that. I do want to see the voice actor richard uh richard Magola Magolik. i probably pronounced his last name wrong the voice actor for sully in another cameo i like to see elena fisher in another the voice actor emily rose in a cameo of this because i think it would be cool i think it would be cool to say okay these are the these are the starters. this is what happened this is how the show got the the movie got started the series got started um a lot of people again a lot of people criticize on this movie t but honestly this is the fourth growing fourth most gross video game movie of all time right now um and i say that he's the fourth because number one sonic 2 is number one right now so it's good like these video game companies are giving us these great video, video games right but now that they're expanding the role now that they're giving they're giving us now a cinematic universe right because you know sonic 2 we talked about it in the previous episode sonic 2 so sonic cinematic universe now uncharted is going to have a uncharted cinematic universe because there's are going to be more right you got Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, and they made a lot of money for this move. So PlayStation's in the right state right now. PlayStation is going to give you a whole lot of more, right? We're going to see Uncharted 2. We're going to see Uncharted 3 and 4. Like, we're going to see a whole cinematic series when it comes to the Uncharted series because they, they just scratched the surface. Maybe not even scratched the surface yet because there's so many characters, so many actors and actresses that they can hire to portray these characters. Um, I do again I want to see Elena Fisher I want to see Eddie I want to see um, uh, Flynn uh, I'm just naming some of the characters from the video games that I want to see Marlo like I want to see some more of these characters right in the Uncharted series and I think we're going to see that very very soon Um, at the end of the and this is a spoiler for people who haven't seen it but you know in the end of the movie you know you see a scene Samuel Drake he's not dead so we're gonna see sam drake in uncharted 2 maybe like we don't know they know what they're doing because they want to give out more series when it comes to the uncharted franchise and I'm, i think we're gonna see more guys so stay tuned here at klp in the morning we've got so much more we need to talk about on this hour-long special episode of klp aftermath again stay tuned we'll be right back hey atlanta john benjamin here from archer and bob's burgers you're listening to Kennedy Lucas on his show, KLP in the Morning. It's the hottest show, and you don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, KLP in the Morning. Welcome back to the morning show, KLP in the Morning. I'm your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. We have so much we got to talk about, guys, on this hour-long special podcast of KLP in the Morning. Thank you, guys. I, again, I got to thank the Emory University Systems for allowing us to have access to this Mark studio. That is the music and audio recording uh, studio here at the Root Rudolph library. That is on the Emory university Atlanta campus. And as, as, as I said it again, I'm going to say it one more time where I made a valve this morning earlier on, earlier on today's show that this fall, we're going to be returning KLP in the morning. I know we've been doing a lot of test runs this summer and we got a whole lot more shows to do this summer, but i want to bring this show for the fall time right because i think it's needed you guys love it so we're going to continue doing on with it now we're going to move on to our elephant in the room before we talk more about gaming news because we did just talk about uncharted uh, the, the film good film go see it if you can but now we got to have a heart heart we got to have a heart heart ladies and gentlemen and you know what since we live i got to get a swallow of water in because this is this is this is My elephant in the room, this is a sad occasion that happened. And I had to have a sip of water because I'm about to go in. I'm about to go in on this morning tea. And T's laughing at me right now. Like he's smirking a little bit. He knows we, of course, obviously we send the scripts to all of the producers say, Hey, this is what we're talking about on the show. And he saw this story too. And he laughed and he said, yeah, this would be good for a show. Now, this happened three days ago. My sources are coming from the beautiful The Breakfast Club. Shout out to The Breakfast Club out there in New York. Shout out to Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, and DJ Envy. I remember meeting DJ Envy in New York while we were filming our documentary. You probably don't remember that we met, a.k.a. me taking a picture with him. Um, but I got to shout them out, right? Because this is where the sources are coming from. I always like to shout out my sources when I'm sourcing something for the show here's my elephant of the room right and this is a segment you guys know we do uh of course breakfast club they do donkey of the day can't really use donkey of the day because i'll get sued like crazy so now we have our own segment elephant in the room and this is the elephant in the room all right so this 22 year old five month pregnant 22 year old Tiana's jones and wonderful florida and hopefully my pops is watching this list watching or listening to the podcast so shout out to florida he is going to get ready to move to florida i can't tell you where in florida because i don't want to give his location out but i did see him the other day and of course we uh we went to thai food of course go check out the other podcast we talked about thai bison and sushi gosh i've been eating some sushi this week <laughs> but Tiana's jones 22 year old she's five months pregnant of course Calls the cops after getting a half a meal wrong at McDonald's. She showed her butt. I want to say something else. I almost cussed. This is a sad occasion because we're in today's society where we're worried about COVID-19. We have flu season. We have cancer that's around. We have mass shootings in either New York and Texas that's going around right now. We have politics that's wrong in America right now. And this woman is so upset because she they some somehow their happy meal got wrong and let me tell you why she's the elephant of the room because you're representing our culture you're out there acting a the fool and you're about to be a mother because you're five months pregnant so you got about four months until you're fully developed and get ready to give birth to your child and this is how you're behaving right this is how you're in the media because our sources breakfast club now this show and now a whole bunch of other news sources you're out there on the internet when once you go viral or once somebody's talking about you on the internet it's out there on the internet for everyone to see so now you have developed this this reputation of you acting a fool from some gross I almost custody some gross mcdonald's and i say gross because i'm sure mcdonald's is out there getting their money i'm not knocking their hustle but i haven't had mcdonald's in years because i'm on a health kick i can't eat that crap of course she calls the cops she gets very angry and this is what she ordered guys she ordered a happy meal a fish fillet, some tea, some fries, and some chocolate and a chocolate shake. Now, I'm not saying that all this is for her. It could be, I mean, you're, you're pregnant, you're going through some hormones. I get it. You might be hungry. Like it, it happened. But that is unhealthy. Again, guys, let me read it again. She ordered a happy meal. So you're probably gonna get some, some nuggets, some fries, uh, and some sauces with it, and maybe a toy, I guess. Fish fillet tea fries and a chocolate shake now i get it she's pregnant right and i'm not bringing, blaming pregnancy on her, her being hungry maybe she is for her her sister or family i don't know i don't know that's that debacle i don't know that scenario but that got to be a lot of unhealthiness right there honestly when you eat like that you you best believe your stomach on hurt you best believe you're going on her let me tell you why I get upset about this because we get us not me but humans get so upset about something as simple as this now she's 22 to me you classify as grown I mean you 22 you you, you 22 you're up there you might as well go and get some healthy I would go to Chipotle i go to Chick-fil-a to get something and Chick-fil-a is not really that much healthier than McDonald's but you're 22 and you're you're calling the cops and this is why we live in the society there's no politics what i'm about to see, say next t but it is true right because i've had to where i've had incidents to where i had to call the ambulance and they're so slow with response time and i'm not knocking down our first responders because they're heroes at the end of the day but there are sometimes that some 911 operators don't take us seriously when there's an emergency because you got people like this that calls calls the cops because a happy meal got wrong this is why and i hope she got because you can get a ticket for that by the way guys if you call nine one one operators and it's not really emergency because this is not an emergency a restaurant getting your food wrong that's not an emergency you can get citated for that you can get a ticket for that you can possibly give jail time because you're misleading officers and you're using officer resources and you're wasting their time that's what that call. that's that citation where you're wasting police resources and their time and it's not worth their time you can get a ticket for that and if it's worse you can go to jail for that a little psa for all my people don't call operators for stupid stuff like this i think this is so stupid i think this is just ignorant uh, i really hate this because now you're gonna have it to where people need an actual emergency now I'm willing to bet you, Miss Tiana's Jones, calling the operator for her food going wrong. There was probably another person calling that same operator because they legitimately have an emergency and they can't get through with an operator. And I'm just speculating, speculating because I know nine one one officers and operators. I'm sure they got multiple nine one one operators at the call center, not just that one. But it could have been that one person that can't get through another operator trying to get in contact with this operator, but now nah, that operator's being occupied with Tiana's Jones complaining about her food being wrong. I mean, that's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Now, this is in Florida, and this is why I say shout out to my dad, because he's moving to Florida. Um, I, This is crazy. This is crazy. Of course, I wouldn't eat all that. Honestly, I haven't had McDonald's in years, so you're not going to catch me at a McDonald's at a, at eating a McNugget or a McRib, right? Tiana's Jones was McMad. And I'm quoting the sheriff. Like the, I think it was the sheriff of Florida. She, he he was cracking jokes because he even he knew that this was this is this is this is hilarious. He, she he kept saying, yeah, she was McMad and she was acting like a McNutt. <laughs> like because the sheriff knew this is some funny. Like we're really wasting time for this. We're really putting this out there for entertainment. It's basically what it is. This was entertainment because Tiana's Jones, 22 year old, cussing. And there's more to the story. She goes behind the counter, starts throwing stuff. She calls the cops, as I mentioned, and she says in the the report that, hey, I want my money back. McDonald's there tried to, okay, this is what the the McDonald's there in Florida, they tried to do, right? First, and it happens. Like if your food is wrong, doesn't matter. And I, I say this very humbly, right? Because, you know, I worked in, I worked in customer service, right? If you guys don't know, a little backstory behind me. I worked in customer service i didn't work in the fast food customer service i worked in the hospitality customer service and right now customer service they're not paying people a whole lot of money that's why you don't see a whole lot of people doing customer service when it comes to hotels or when it comes to uh restaurant food industry this is why you see a lot of restaurants have a not hiring sign everywhere you go because people are quitting because they have to put up with customers like tiana's jones getting mad because their food is wrong It happens. I know when my food is wrong, I don't cop an attitude because I used to be that humble person back in college working in customer service. I used to be in their same shoes. Now I'm thankful that I work for an institution where I don't have to slave away at work. I can actually enjoy work, right? I can actually not be out there in the heat. Shout out to Amazon because I used to do that. I ain't doing that ever again. But I'm in this predicament where I'm on my job. One of my jobs here is sitting here talking on the radio. With these, I I I'm not sweating, but I used to be that that person where I used to work in customer service. Now for me, it wasn't fast food customer service; it was hospitality. But they're kind of in the same realm of the same thing with customer service. That's why you have people not wanting to go back to work. How young people don't want to work at McDonald's, don't want to work at Papa John's because they got to deal with crazy people like Tiana Jones in Florida, mad because the food is wrong. So. When I go, right, because I've had it to where I went to Zaxby's one time and my food was wrong. I don't throw the food at them. I don't cuss them out. I don't call 911. I politely say, hey, um, I actually ordered this and I got this instead. Um, that's not right. Can I have that fixed? And one thing that Zaxby's doing, I'm sure Chick-fil-A does it too. Well, we'll They say, okay, you keep that. You can give that. You can eat it or you can give it away. You can keep that. We'll give you what you asked for. And then we're going to add in a cookie right because that's something that happened right right after the gym me and my brother we ordered some food from zaxby's it was kind of wrong they say hey you keep this we'll give you what you asked for what you paid for and then we're going to slide you three extra cookies right because you're being that nice customer to say hey politely this is not right can i have this fixed right that's how you're supposed to do it that's how people are supposed to portray Two people that's working in customer service not cussing them out not calling them by their name not calling the cops because their food was wrong and this is what mcdonald's they wanted to do right mcdonald's wanted to give her you keep this we'll give you what you ask for she didn't want that okay we'll give you a, a a a gift card a mcdonald's gift card you can redeem for the next time didn't want that okay she called the cop and say hey i want my money they even offer her a full refund she didn't even want that so it's just it's crazy that you have people that mistreat customer service because it could have been an honest mistake you know or it could have not been an honest mistake of course we're not in florida i don't know the backstory of bahana all of it but it could have been an honest mistake right customer service they're going to make mistakes whether it's hospitality food industry retail we're they're going to make mistakes of course, at the end of it, of, the, of it all, you know, she gets on camera. She starts twerking. I don't get the whole twerking part. She got this on camera where she lifts up her shirt, starts twerking. I don't understand that. That's a little raunchy to me. Um, And I, I know that's kind of a slang there on the show. And I know we're PG, but that's really raunchy to me. I don't like that. I don't like that. You're, you're representing yourself a young mother and super young mother. You're 22 and you're pregnant. That's first of all, that's super. That's too young to be pregnant, honestly, in my opinion. But it's just my opinion. You're young, expiring about to become a mother and you're behaving like this. Now, I wonder for the boyfriend or the husband or slang word, I know we're PG, baby baby daddy. I I I hope he sees this and say, "Okay, yeah, this is this is not okay." Because if that if she was my girlfriend or wife or baby mama, I don't know, I don't know that situa- that situation. And she's out there in the news and she's behaving like this, I would have a talk with her. I would say, "Hey, honey, this is not okay." you are the mother of my upcoming child and you're behaving like this over some nasty mcdonald's not okay i think there's a certain a a sort of class that needs to be held i think she needs to get some i'm not trying to disrespect her because i know she's about to she's about to be somebody's mama but there's a certain class that she needs to, to learn because when you're out there and you're a mother to a kid you can't behave like this There's no way this behavior should have been accepted out there in the media, but it is. Um, That's all I got to say on that one, T. I was just, I was very disgusted. It was, it was a funny story, but I was very disgusted about the behavior of it all, simply because uh, she is the elephant of the room, right? Because now she's five months pregnant. She's about to be somebody's mama and she's behaving like this over McDonald's, over McDonald's. There's a lot, there's a lot of other great restaurants you can go to better than McDonald's, but you choose McDonald's and you choose them to behave at a mcdonald's like this i don't get it don't get it so moving on guys to our next news of course we're gonna talk back into gaming just a little bit of course because we do have a special a special topic on today's show we're gonna do kind of a kind of a q a but you know it's just kind of be kind of telling you guys more stories but we got to get to this story uh this is uh my next horse story is coming from review tech usa shout out to rich and I know we lie but you know I I gotta make sure I get my water in Uh, because I did talk about my elephant in the room and I kind of went in so this next news announcement guys here this morning KOP in the morning I'm here with KLP and Lucas by the way of course gaming eShop gets cut out of course nintendo story from uh review tech usa that's the source rich from uh, review tech he uh reached uh over a million followers right now he don't know who i am but shout out to him because this is where the sources is coming from and i kind of agree with him right because he did a story that nintendo and sorry if you're not if you're not a non-gamer fan stay tuned because we do have a non-gaming topic coming up next but um, nintendo decides to cut the wii and the Nintendo 3DS eShop um in the mere, mere future. And he made a good valid point because this kind of sucks for all the gamers that bought games virtually on the Wii U eShop or the Nintendo 3DS eShop. And while they're cutting that out, they won't be able to have access to these games that they bought virtually. That's what Nintendo's doing. Because what Nintendo and its business, right? I can't fault Nintendo so much because we're still gonna buy the latest and greatest Nintendo game. Like I'm looking to buy the, the new Mario Strikers Battle League, the new Mario Soccer game coming up soon, June 10th. Um, Nintendo is smart. They want you to go out and buy a Switch. They want to divert all of your focus from the Wii, the 3DS, into the Switch, because it's business. Like I'm never gonna knock their hustle when it comes down to uh, them having business, right? Them wanting to expand the business only for Switch. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say. They're going to keep that train going, right? That's just business. But it kind of sucks for the consumers that bought games that's virtually, and they have to download the games and they won't be able to have access to these games anymore because the servers are going to go offline for 3DS and Wii and Wii U. I think. I think Wii U is in that equation too. It sucks because a lot of people are starting to buy games virtually. Me personally, I buy games virtually. Because it's convenient. I'm in my own home buying a video game. Versus me going to GameStop, even though I still have some sort of love for GameStop, even though GameStop is kind of ripping people off. I still have that kind of love for GameStop simply because, you know, my childhood, we're going to E D games, we're going to GameStop, we're going to Rhino games, we're going to these GameStop uh, game stores to buy a video game. It's just something about it, right? You feel accomplished when you you're walking out of the GameStop in the mall and you just bought a brand new game. Like you you feel accomplished. You look you feel ready. Um, but they're cutting out the, 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 the online services and not so much for Nintendo because this is something Xbox is doing, something PlayStation was gonna do and then they had a lot of backlash. We all remember that story where they they did shut down the PSP servers, but they were getting ready to shut down the PS3 and the Vita and they said, no, don't do that because they had a lot of backlash. So I do think that Nintendo is going to have some backlash from this because a lot of people do remember playing their Wii games and they love playing the Wii games Uh, from the e-store because those are the games that you can get right because if you try to go and buy an old wii game uh, a 2008 wii game from the gamestop or the rhino games or the eb games they're not selling that stuff anymore and it's been a minute since i've been to gamestop but when i go to gamestop right you still all you see is the next gens you see ps uh, ps4s you see switch games you see xbox one games you might see uh, Series X and PS5 games. You're not going to see any consoles there at GameStop, though. <laughs> Best luck if you can find one. You ain't going to find it there. That's the only games you're going to find right now. You, you're not going to go to a GameStop and find a 3DS game anymore. You're not going to go in GameStop and try to find a Wii game anymore. You might find this stuff in Walmart, but you're not going to find that at GameStop, right? You're not going to find it. So it kind of sucks for a lot of gamers out there who want to reminisce their old games it might be old games 2007 games 2005 games 2008 games that came out for a week they want to re- reminisce the memories right they're gonna they're gonna want to do it and i really think nintendo should look into that because that's the market a lot of people want to feel the nostalgic right i think then nintendo they should bring a catalog of Na- nintendo gamecube games that you can buy online i'm sure they will maybe they're gonna come up with because they do have nintendo online where you pay a monthly subscription and you play old games like i know the super nintendo has a catalog of old games that you pay a month and then you download them sega genesis is part of that where uh you pay the subscription for sega genesis and you get the old sega genesis games that you can download right so i'm pretty sure a gamecube catalog is coming out. Of nintendo if you're someone watching let's get that nintendo gamecube catalog going i'll be a subscriber i'll be a subscriber then because i i remember the gamecube i love the gamecube that was one of my favorite systems was the nintendo gamecube um so it's a lot of backlash and it kind of sucks and the nintendo's technically saying well you know sucks right we're gonna do what we do and they have every right to. i know a lot of people are upset heck i'm i'm upset with it but nintendo's gonna do you can't us consumers can't control what nintendo does we're still gonna be buying their products right we're still going to be buying games that came out 10 years ago, Super Smash Brothers, that's still ranging for $60 right down on the e-store, right? We're still going to be buying that. And as long as they make them dollars, that's all they care about. Sad but true, that is all they care about is making them dollars with Nintendo. And, you know, it's business, right? Every company is gonna, going to feel that business. Every Every company wants to have that void to where, hey, are we making money from this? Oh, we are? Okay, let's keep going. That is is a capitalistic type of way of thinking it. Nintendo's still going to make their money. Do I think they're going to have some backlash? Yes, they're going to have some backlash. They are most definitely. So for the last 10 minutes, of course, we're going to dabble on to our special, special topic. You know, I like to find news, right? T We like to find news and try to talk about some things, but sometimes on a show, on a good show, we got to break it down for you guys, right? Got to break it down just a little bit. We're going to bring things down just a little bit of course we're going to talk about uh, we developed some questions here and i'm going to answer these questions here on the the show we're talking about money and money tips and money advice we all know that things are high right now rent is high gas is high so some ways that you guys can save some money and i'll express some stories of some things that i bought that i kind of regret some things i don't regret and we're just going to do it with some of these questions and you know there's a total of i want to say four five six seven questions that i'm gonna to try to answer last 10 minutes of KLP in the morning first question from the advice here it says have you recently purchased your first home how did you do it and save for the deposit i don't think i can answer that because you know i i live in i live in a home but i don't want to give so much information about that let me tell you saving up for a home or house uh saving up took, took me a lot right it, it took me a lot now it's not a brand spanking brand new million dollar mansion that i live in that's no because i know a lot of people on gram and youtube and a lot of people flex i don't live in a type of home like that but i did save up for furniture and stuff and this was 2020 so it was a hard it was a hard year for me uh moving into a new new place in 2020 was hard because it was COVID. <laughs> so it was a lot of parameters with covet um so I can't really answer that one. I, I don't want to answer that one because that's, that's a little bit too that's a little bit too personal. T. Um, what is the thing you're saving for at the moment? Ooh, there's a lot of things I'm saving for at the moment. Um, that I, I I'm happy to answer that one. There's a lot of things I'm I'm saving up for. Um, I am saving a little bit because if you guys don't know, I am going back to school. I'm going back to school to get my master's degree in business, so I do have to save up for that the application fee. Um, I'm saving up for that. Um, let's see, what else am I saving up for? Um, I'm saving up for, to get a bigger TV at my house. Uh, my TV at my house is pretty swanky right now, but you know, I would like a bigger TV, um, eventually. Right. And these things that, you know, I'm listing, these are things I'm saving up for and they may not be high on the priority list. Cause they're not buying a new TV is not high on the priority list. I have a TV. It works fine. I know a lot of people, when they get money, they get extra money. Uh, especially when it was COVID season, when it's still COVID season, a lot of people were getting their stimulus money and they're just blowing their money out the wazoo. People getting refund money, blowing the money out the wazoo. That's not how you do it. You're supposed to save it and then invest. Um, I am saving for another big ticket item, being a new recording camera. If you guys remember, we took a big camera from Oxford College of Emory University. Uh, a little bit of a shout out to them because we kind of had a rough end with them on trying to rent that camera. But anyway, um, that camera we used in Mississippi was fantastic. That camera is a uh, 1500 hundred dollar camera. So I am saving up to for a better camera when it comes to production. Um, with KLP Entertainment, we have been growing, and with DTAI, shout out to them, the Black-owned production company that's Shell Sales, uh production company. We want to invest back into their company. So I'm saving up money to invest equipment-wise back into the to my company and her company cameras new mics and things like that so that's a big ticket item that i am definitely saving up for is another new big production camera um can't say that i'm saving up for a car because i love my car so can't say that t i love my car so i'm not really saving up for another new car uh, if i ever hit the millions probably pay off my student loans <laughs> if that's you know um yeah that's the answer to that one that's one big thing that i'm saving up for i feel like i and i'm not bragging about the things i have right This is never a brag but i kind of feel like i kind of almost have everything i always wanted right last year and the year before that i would say oh i'm saving up for a playstation 5 i got one so and it's not a brag or anything but it's just you know i'm you know i'm saving small money for newer video games i know mario game comes out june 10th I'm probably gonna scoop that up, and uh, Arkham Knights. I'm saving up for that one now. Arkham Knights. I'm saving saving up for Arkham Knights. It's coming out coming out in October, and uh, Black Myth: Wukong that comes out next year. I'm saving up for that. Um, what was the uh, what is the funniest thing you ever purchased drunk? I got to be careful how I say this on this PG show, but I purchased some things while well drunk before. Um, I I have the funniest thing that we purchased. And I can tell this story, right? Because I'm 26, right? I'm grown. I can kind of talk about this story just a little bit. So in New York, obviously we're filming, we're in production, but there's going to be times we're going to celebrate. We're going out. We're trying to get into a fancy spot, a.k.a. a club. And I say that very quietly. But again, I'm 26. This is a a story, guys. Um, This is something that I necessarily didn't purchase Well, we kind of did. We cashed out my brother. So my brother and my friend Harmony, we all went to New York. We were filming. We were on a vacation. A little bit vacation, but it was kind of a film project for the documentary. Coming soon, by the way, on KLP Plus. Had to plug that in there, T. Um, My brother, we were we were were toasted. All right. We were toasted. And to get into the spot, my brother paid eighty one dollars to get into this spot. That is a lot of money to go inside a club. And of course it was the the, the entry fee. And then these drinks cost twenty dollars a pop in New York. So if you ever if you guys ever go to New York, you gotta have some money to go to New York because these spots in New York are expensive. They're fun. They're they were it was very fun. But it was so expensive. It was $81 that my my brother's car got charged. So we ended up sending him our halves, and then he went to his bank to get it um fraud checked, because that's a lot of money that we just didn't, not for a club, no, so that was the funniest, to me, that was the funniest thing, and I'm sure my brother, if he's listening to the show, he probably remembers it, like it was yesterday, it was $81, they charged his card, and he did, the guy was like, swipe, and it was gone, and we looked at the ticket again, because I knew we were toasted, but we was like, wait, hey, Ron, check your account, because that, we he just swiped your card for $81, just out of the blue, uh, that was the funniest thing, what is something you regret buying? Man, I think the one thing I regret buying, this was this thing from Amazon. I was trying to vinyl my car, right, T? I was trying to vinyl out my car. And when I vinyl out my car, uh, I, I guess I didn't know what I was doing, right? Because it was a vinyl thing. It was all matte black vinyl that I was trying to put on the interior of my car to make my car all black inside and i messed up a whole lot i did not know what i was doing it didn't look right it looked crusty it was off it was just off so i took all of it out and that's just okay and this was this was it was about five bucks from amazon so it was just five bucks but it was just that was the worst thing that i bought because i didn't know what i was doing i didn't know um it sucked guys it really did suck buying that uh the stupidest slash funniest thing you have spent money on Um, I wouldn't say the stupidest thing that I spent money on. I think the stupidest money, the stupidest thing that I spent on is gas and how expensive gas is right now to be funny with you guys. Um, Yeah, I don't think I have anything that's the the stupidest or the funniest thing that I've ever bought Um, because everything that I bought is is prone to be useful. Um, What is uh, what is the most amount of money you have found on the ground? And what did I do with it? I tell you guys this story. The most thing, because finding money on the ground is rare, right? I remember, and this is a story. This is one of my trips back in 2000. Um, I forgot what year. I was the age of 16 when we went on this trip. We went to New Orleans. And when we went to New Orleans, um, New Orleans trip was fun, right? It was very, very fun. But as we were doing something in, in going to New New Orleans, as we were going to New Orleans, we we and this was I was at age of sixteen, so it felt like a century ago. It was a decade ago actually, because I was sixteen. Now I'm, I'm twenty six now, so it was ten years ago. I uh, went to New Orleans for the first time. New Orleans is very fun. We're walking, we're in, we're because it was Mardi Gras season, so we're walking, we're experiencing New Orleans. And I look on the ground, right, and there was a whole twenty dollar bill. I said, "Whoa, twenty dollar bill." picked it up and said hey i'm twenty dollars richer me being the nice guy right some woman besides me said oh i just dropped that that's mine and at the time i was 16 she was an old woman so i wasn't gonna battle with an old woman for some 20 dollars right so i gave it to her and said oh okay here you go because it was at the time it was nothing for me my brother said oh you just made a dumb mistake because she could have just been lying to you and i said dang you're right. She probably just lied and said, "Oh, now she's twenty dollars richer," because I just, I literally just handed her twenty dollars, right? I just gave it to her. Not thinking. Again, I was 16 at the time. Now, if it was the 26 year old me, now if I saw twenty dollars, someone by say, "Oh, I just dropped that." Oh, too bad. That's my gas money, right? <laughs> that's just how it is. Um, that's how I would portray it right now. But 16 year old me, 10 years ago, in New Orleans. That's the most money I found on the ground, guys, $20. Oh, I'm $20 richer. Oh, I dropped that. Oh, here you go. I made a mistake on that. I really made a mistake on that because now I think about that $20, right? That $20 could have been spent on a video game at GameStop in New Orleans. It could have been spent on some food in New Orleans. It could have been spent. But, you know, it was a family trip. So, you know, we, we were covered. I we, we had no regrets, but that's, that's the most I spent. Uh, I found on the ground it was $20, guys. That's the most. So that's going to wrap it up here on today's show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. I love coming in the Mark studio. Thankful. Thankful again for Emory university and the Robert Rudroff library for allowing us access to this great room, the Mark studio that is the music and recording center studio uh, for sure. Uh, If you guys like the show, please remember to like and and subscribe to the YouTube channel of Spotify video and YouTube and daily motion and Twitch. If you are watching the show on KLP plus, thank you, share, this new service with everyone so that way you guys don't miss content coming out from klp entertainment and also if you're listening and watching on all of our audio platforms via our radio stations swanky 93.3 and emory 94.6 i thank you guys again and we'll catch you guys on next saturday's episode as we have so much more to talk about next saturday's episode of klp in the morning. All as always I like to say stay safe, drink water every 15 minutes. Stay safe guys. Wear a mask when you can. It's still covid season. We haven't beat it yet. It's still out there and stay safe out there in the in the city, in the streets, in the town, in the neighborhood. Be safe as always. Stay safe. Stay sweet. the Atlanta campus, downtown Atlanta, or close to downtown Atlanta, doing KLP, KLP in the morning. Get, get ready. What's, What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Check me. this out. It's DJ Khaled. This is Post Malone. Yes, yes. yes. that little chico Pitbull. You're in the mix with it's KLP. Kenny Lucas. Right here, so keep it locked. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Gore 94. coming back with a new vision, a new taste, and that is